to Architecting. I'm your host, Angela Mazzi. You made it. This is the landing pad for raw honesty about connecting your career with your purpose. I'm going to give you the tools you need to be an unapologetic advocate for yourself and others, because if you're here, you believe that the space we surround ourselves in matters and you're committed to project by project building a better world for all of us. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Bright Lights, it's Angela, and thank you for hanging out with me today for this episode of Architecting. In honor of St. Patrick's Day, which is one of my favorite holidays. It was my grandfather's birthday, and so even though he was an Italian immigrant, he got the biggest kick out of going all out. You know, we would always decorate. With Everybody had to wear green. We had these paper leprechaun hats that my cousins and I would wear. So it was always just a fun celebration. But I wanted to also use this time as an opportunity to explore the idea of luck and how luck can be the crutch that keeps you from really going big in your career. Because luck is passive. It just happens to us. We don't necessarily have control over whether we're going to experience a lucky circumstance, that lucky break, as we often refer to it or not. So if we get what we want, that's great. But if we don't, it's a way to buffer the disappointment. When we look at other people who are going for it and who are seeing results, attributing their success to luck is a way to help us manage maybe our own disappointment at the fact that we're not doing what they're doing. Why did they get that opportunity? It must be luck. When we do that, we're giving away our power so much. And we are basically saying that success doesn't happen on our own. You know, there's a saying I love, luck favors the prepared. And that's exactly what it is. When you are clear on what you want, when you are taking inspired action, when you are moving forward, you build momentum. You build awareness of what you're doing and why you're doing it. And that is what brings the quote unquote luck to you, the opportunities, the fortuitous events, chance meetings or synchronicities, they happen because you're looking for them now and you're willing to say yes to them and you're building more and more and more and more momentum in the direction of where you want to go. So of course, things related to where you want to go and who you want to be are going to keep finding you. And they're not finding you because magically they're suddenly there. They've always been there, but now you can see them because you're looking for them. When we are not in that mode of clarity and intention and moving forward with purpose, we don't see the opportunities. Or sometimes even when they do come right at us, we find reasons to turn them down. 
this is so important because if we really want to make a difference, and I know that everybody in this audience really is saying, how do I kick my career up some notches here? Not necessarily working harder, but working smarter, working with greater purpose, having greater impact. And it is not about luck. So if you are a listener to this podcast or you've been following me, you know that a couple months ago, I had this really big win. I was invited to speak at this conference in Switzerland, which is going to happen in July. It's an all-expense-paid trip. I'm one of four speakers. I'm the only architect, and we are focusing on health and design, exactly what I do. So all this happened a couple months ago because, of course, they need to confirm their speakers and get the conference planning underway. So it was announced at one of our monthly healthcare group future sessions where we talk about things like market trends, what's going on, have presentations on different issues related to design of healthcare spaces, but we also do a marketing update. And our chief marketing officer was so excited when she made the announcement about me getting this opportunity and it's an international opportunity and isn't this great. Because our team is across four different offices around the country, We've got a hybrid of people in the room and people on Zoom. And when she made the announcement, somebody wrote in the comments, lucky. When I saw that, I was so tempted to say, oh, this is not about luck. I have been studying this issue since the early 1990s. This has been the single focal point of my entire career as an architect. It is the reason I have a fellowship in the AIA and the ACHA. It is what I talk about all the time. I am so lit up about this topic. It matters so much to me. It's my why. It's what I do. I'm an unflinching advocate for it. I don't shut up about it. So, of course, if somebody is looking for an architect who talks about these issues, my name just might come up because I am out there. Any chance you give me, any megaphone you put in my face to shout out this issue, I will show up for it. I am there because it matters so much to me because I understand and am passionate about the difference that we can make on someone's well-being through good design. You might think it's lucky that I get all of these invitations to speak, but what you don't see is how many hours over years and years and years I have dedicated to this topic. What you don't see is how I went outside the bounds of the projects I was working on to study this issue. What you don't see is how much of my own time I put into integrating research on this issue into projects, even when the project manager couldn't support extra hours, even when the client wasn't asking for it, it mattered so much to me that I added it in on my own time. You don't see the 
papers I've written and the presentations I've given and how much research has gone into those so I can share this with other people. You don't realize that once a week I interview people about this topic for our Architects as Healers, Buildings as Medicine Room on Clubhouse. You don't see all that. You just see the win. And it sounds exciting and glamorous. And it is. It is. I'm hugely honored to be able to do this. But you aren't acknowledging the hard work, the commitment, the dedication to this issue. There isn't balance here. This isn't about easy, no effort kind of accomplishment. This is a reflection of a true dedication. And dedication in the face of people not being interested, people not championing it, people not supporting it. I don't stop and I never have. Even when I was a really young architect and nobody cared about what I had to say and I certainly didn't have any expertise, I still championed this issue in any and every way I could. I tell this story because often it is so easy to let yourself off the hook for being successful because we say success is for other people. We look at the people who are successful and we only see them in the light of their current achievements. We don't see the behind the scenes work that got them that achievement and we don't see who they were 10 years ago or 20 years ago. We don't see the courage it took to take on whatever it is they took on when they weren't the expert, when they didn't have the platform, when people didn't go to them for information on this topic. I really invite you today to find someone you admire, and maybe they're an architect, maybe they're doing something else, Somebody who, in your mind, has made it in the world. And I want you to think about why it is that you admire that person. So it can be both their accomplishments, but also their personality traits. I want you to think about how they show up and what is different because of the work that they're doing. And once you get all that figured out and you can really understand very clearly and define why you're so resonant with that particular person, because there's a reason you're drawn to them, I want you to look up their life. I want you to see what their early years were like. I want you to see when they first started showing up around this thing they do. I want you to see how they pushed it and advanced it. And if they're a famous person, you can look them up online. If there's somebody who's a person you admire, but they don't have a Wikipedia page, reach out to that person. Ask them to share their story because I guarantee you, you will not hear that somebody knew from the time they were 10 years old that this was their cause and they just went to school and started doing it. You will hear about self-doubt. You will hear about journeys of discovery. You will hear about facing down adversity. You will hear about epic failures and heartbreaking disappointments. 
You will hear about times when they questioned everything. Times when they wondered why they were even bothering. And then you will hear about the victory. You will hear about not just success, but triumph. It's triumph that had nothing to do with luck and everything to do with commitment to what they're doing. And I want to remind you that everybody, and you are a body, (laughs) has a zone of genius. You have a purpose. You have a calling. You can make a difference. The problem, what gets into our way is the fear, the fear that we will fail. And that fear makes us hold ourselves back. That fear is what creates the imposter syndrome that says, "Mm, that's not for me, or that creates the false busyness that says, I don't have time, or I'd love to, but. And if you want to really blow past that and not just look at other people and think they're lucky, you got to take action. So I want to help you do that right now by getting you past those things that disconnect you from your purpose and helping you see how you can make a difference. Step one is always embodiment. In our modern world where we're under a lot of stress a lot of the time, we live in our heads. In our heads, we're stuck in endless thought loops. We worry about the future. We ruminate about the past. We sideline ourselves. Let's start just by breathing. And wherever you are right now, I want you to observe it with all five senses. So right now I am in my office. It is a beautiful, sparkly, sunny day. I'm feeling cool, crisp air, but the hint of spring. And I don't know if you can hear this in the background, but there is a bird chirping very loudly. It is the season for, of course, birds to begin emerging and come into their mating season. And so they're in their full glory. And this bird is just having his moment out there calling out with beautiful song. So I want you to do the same. Wherever you are, what do you smell? What do you feel? What do you see? What do you hear? Do you even have a taste in your mouth? Like, did you just have a sip of coffee and you can still taste it? Think through everything with all five senses and get really embodied. Understand that you have unrealized potential and unrealizing it is how you're keeping yourself safe. But growth and evolution never come from maintaining the status quo. They come from putting ourselves in discomfort They come from overriding all these protector parts we have that tell us not to go there. Because if we stay safe, we stay stagnant. I want you to think about a time in your life when you were faced with a challenge, a scary situation, something that took you outside of your comfort zone, whatever it was, it could have been a professional circumstance, could have been a personal circumstance, but where whatever fear you were feeling in the moment 
met something even greater inside of you and you did it anyway. You took some kind of action and it had an impact. It solved a problem. It made a difference. I know there's a time when this happened for you. Think about that. Get in touch with that time about what happened on the other side of that. Once the moment had passed, how did you feel about it? What character trait in yourself did you notice that emerged when you needed to call on it that made the difference in that situation? So for me, what I have found over and over and over again is that it's resilience. I am really good at connecting the dots, seeing relationships between things that might seem like they're unrelated and to keep saying, what if, what if, what if, how could it be, what could happen, and to just keep trying and to be very resilient even when I'm disappointed, even when I experience a setback. So get in touch with whatever that is for you. Now I want you to think about your big dream. What have you always wanted you might have to reach back because a lot of us have stuffed those down. We've let the busyness of everyday life and obligations and commitments and whatever become our focus. So let all that go. Find your aspiration. Don't make it wrong. Don't make it silly. Just really get in touch with what do you really want. What would really light you up? What really excites you about what you can do in this world? may not even be related to your current career, but don't make yourself wrong for that. You want to say, how can I take action to begin to build momentum around that thing? Whatever that thing is, it's been given to you because you are capable of doing it. This is your genius. This is the thing you will do that will help people. My career, that example has been that I bring the perspective of the healer to the profession of architecture. I could have been a doctor. My father certainly wanted me to be a doctor and take over his practice for him, but I knew that wasn't for me. But I still had that sensibility very ingrained in me of the healer. As my career has unfolded, what I've actually realized is that I am a space shaman. That is my gift. I can see past what are the surface symptoms of what's going on in a situation and make a true diagnosis to help the people who are going to use a space that I designed be their best selves in that space. I can see what resources they may need to cope in that space, and I can apply design solutions that will help give them those resources. And it's a practice. I mean, I can't tell you there's a magic bullet for anything. Again, this is something I've been unearthing and excavating within myself, doing a lot of research, trying a lot of things on projects, investigating how they worked and why they may not have worked. It's not like I sit here saying I have all the answers, but I know that I am a space shaman. I know that is a unique contribution I am bringing to the world that 
not every other architect is going to bring. But other architects who are tapped into their zone of genius are going to bring other synergies and synchronicities to play. I had a really great interview with Vincent Lee, who's a civil engineer at Arup, and he is pioneering this thing called green infrastructure. And that episode is going to air on Earth Day, but he just realized that civil engineering doesn't have to look like what civil engineers are taught as basic strategies. It could look different. It could be co-creative and collaborative. It could get things out of silos. And he started asking what if more. He started asking questions about things that you might not think to ask questions about. He started looking at ways to harness big data and AI. And by just staying curious, he has really stumbled upon some amazing solutions that give cities more resilience didn't start out saying, I have the answer, my life's work is going to be green infrastructure. This evolved from his willingness to say, I'm more than just the conventional definition of a civil engineer. I want you to do that for yourself right now. And then I want you to say, what action can you take? Don't leap forward to the end result because you can't go from A to Z. You don't know how to get there. You got to go from A to B first. So what can you do today? Could you read an article? Could you take a class? Could you put in a speaker proposal at a conference? What could you do today that could further your interests and your abilities that could represent taking action. Remember, everything you do is some version of stepping into the unknown. It just doesn't seem as scary when you're taking small steps as it does when you're trying to go from where you are to where you always wanted to be at the end. Because there is no end. You're never there. You're just evolving. So if you stop judging yourself on whether you're where someone else is and you just say, how can I move it forward today? What step can I take? Is it a preparatory step? Is it a networking step? Is it a joining step, a community building step? What is it? Find that and do it. Do it today. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till next week. Realize that as you get more and more comfortable taking these steps every day, that you're not looking at this crevasse of your future going, I don't want to jump into the abyss. I have no idea. You're saying, I can make one phone call. I can read one article. I can generate a mind map right? There's, there's something you can do that's definitely putting you out there in the unknown, getting you more and more comfortable building up your skill set. But that's manageable and that's doable. And it keeps you in that creation work. And when you do that, you begin to build the momentum. What you are doing today is laying the groundwork for getting you there tomorrow. 
you still need to claim what you want and have clarity around it. You still need to be taking bold action. You still need to recover from the setbacks because it is so easy. We want so much to belong as human beings that when we do something that makes us stand out, that makes us different, and it doesn't catch fire immediately and people don't embrace it and support it immediately, it's so easy to just walk away and go, I tried that and I failed. How many times are you missing your chances because you put it in the too hard basket, because you were afraid, because you created all kinds of stories about why the timing wasn't right, or the mood wasn't right, or you were tired that day, or the person was already talking to somebody else, or whatever. Remember, we make our own luck when we are clear about what we want and when we own it. It's bigger than us. That's how we get over our fear. When we say, this matters to me so much that I don't care what anybody thinks about me. I don't care how many people turn me down. I don't care if it's popular or not. I don't care if it means putting in my personal time. I am committed to making it happen. This is the perfect segue to talk about a really exciting thing I am doing next week in Chicago that I really hope you can join me and be a part of it. You might remember back in December, I did a whole retreat. It was a three and a half hour event that included dinner and workshopping and breath work and meditation and a talk by me. And it was a great interactive experience. Well, I'm going to be in Chicago next week and we're going to do a mini version of Saluted Genesis for Your Soul next Wednesday, the 22nd. And if you are in the Chicago area and you want to meet me for lunch and have a one-hour mini version of Saluted Genesis for Your Soul, go to my website, architectingpodcast.com, and you can sign up right there on the front page for the event. It's really just an RSVP because we are meeting at a restaurant to do the event. So it's free except for lunch. You will have to pay for what you order for lunch. But other than that, it's free to attend. And I really hope to see my Chicago peeps there and get you a little bit into some of this work that I've been doing. It's taking my life's work around well-being and design But it's jumping scales with it to the personal aspects of well-being. Some of the stuff I've been talking about in this episode about how to get over the traumas you have that are holding you back from going big and really doing what you love. I'm excited to see you there and I will catch you next time. you for listening. You made it all the way to the end of the episode, which means you are committed 
to making yourself a priority so you can be empowered to do the work you were called to do in the world. How amazing is that? If you would like even more content just like this, please remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate it if you left an honest review too. Hey, I want you to know I'm here for you beyond the boundaries of this podcast. You could follow me on social media at Architecting Podcast or visit architectingpodcast.com to download some great free resources. Take care, everyone, and stay inspired.